¿Qué pasa, mi gente? This is the Big Love Project, the podcast that connects people with the community and community with the people. I'm your host, Danny, and this is episode 43. Um, so let's get into it, y'all, because I have a lot that I would like to share. And if y'all remember, um, when I came back for season three, I did share that these solo episodes were supposed to be like quick hits, short, shorter episodes, but that's not going to be the case for today. Just want to give you a fair warning. Before we do get into it, though, I do want to share a little update to episodes. So I need to be honest with not only you all, but also with myself as far as capacity goes. And at this moment in time, I don't have the capacity or the time budget to um do weekly episodes i would i i would love to do it i really would love to that was part of the plan all along but the reality is that i'm a single mom and i'm still on that struggle bus when it comes to my son and i want to make sure that i'm giving him attention and not you know i'm i'm i want to make sure that i am investing my time in the right places not that this podcast is not the right place to invest time in but Family comes first, and I need to make sure that he is taken care of. So after today's episode, there will not be another episode out until two weeks from today. So I apologize to anybody who was really looking forward to those weekly episodes, but I am going to do it. Uh, I'm going to go back to twice weekly, which is, I'm sorry, twice weekly. What? <laughs> to twice monthly. Um, that was just easier for me. It was a little bit more realistic. And um, I, I just was able to stay consistent with it. Doing this weekly is really time consuming. There is a lot that goes into this podcast. It's not as easy as hitting a record button. So at any rate, I just want to share that with y'all before we dive into uh, today's episode. So Let's talk about this series that I started season three with, which again, there will be some slight changes to this, nothing bad, but originally the thought process was to have this series and it'd be maybe like four to five episodes, but I've gotten a lot of really good feedback and there are other people who are looking forward to hearing about it and they were not expecting this to be like a short little series and then I'd move on. So I, what I'm actually going to do is I'm just going to keep this ongoing and I won't have, you know, a, a male guest every episode, but I do want to aim at having more male guests on to speak on this topic of uh, men's mental health, how they're taking care of themselves, how people have shown up for them, tools and resources that have worked for them. Or if there is anybody who maybe is still struggling in this space Maybe they want to come on and share their story. That's always welcome too. So definitely going to keep it on. It will be part of the podcast. And I mentioned before, in case anybody is listening to this for the first time today, the main reason behind this and the motivation or inspiration rather is my son's mental health and where he's at today. It is something that we are trying to focus on and really trying to work through. And being a single parent, a single mom, a female, there's just a lot of things that I'm trying to understand as far as how a male takes care of themselves when it comes to their mental health. Because I think that it's a little bit different or, it, you know, men handle it different than a, a woman would or differently than women would. 
And I want to understand that a little better because I want to be able to show up for my son and I want to be able to be there for him. Now, that being said, I do have a topic that I want to speak on. I'm not going to get into it today, but I'm going to go ahead and pose the question now and maybe get the wheels turning. And if somebody wants to speak on it or they want to share something, I would love to hear from you. But, you know, when I grew up, therapy wasn't a thing. Um, Counseling, there were counselors, but it was different when I was younger. As a matter of fact, I don't even think like mental health disorders were prominent. They weren't as prominent as they are today. Truth be told, there were some things that happened to me growing up and I probably should have gone to therapy for. I'm addressing it now, but I didn't then. And the other piece to it is that I know this is something that is common in the Hispanic culture, um, but a lot of times things would get swept under the rug. I, I wish I could understand it, but I don't. But a lot of things got swept under the rug. They weren't addressed. And I feel like a lot of my people today, maybe in my age range, they, they might be struggling with some childhood trauma, um, maybe some things that happened to them growing up that they're still carrying with them. And on the flip side to that, because I'm aware of it, I'm now trying to get my son the help that he needs. So compare and contrast, right? From when I was younger, there was a lot of like sweeping under the rug that didn't happen or you're making a big deal out of it and things not being addressed the way that they probably should have been. And that could be traumatic for someone. But my question is, is there such a thing as pushing things like therapy and um, getting help? Is that also the new trauma does anybody do that or is anybody does anybody know like I guess what I'm trying to ask like I'm in no way trying to hinder my son by pushing you know these resources and this therapy on him but the reality is that my son does need help so anyway we'll get into that next episode um, I just wanted to share a little bit about the series and give y'all a little bit more details about that all right moving on Let's talk about the brand, y'all, because <laughs> first of all, I have learned so much when it comes to branding. Like, I knew what branding was, but I didn't know what it was, if that makes any kind of sense to y'all. And, you know, I, as I'm like making posts and I'm creating things using Canva, I have been making some subtle changes and y'all may or may not notice it. That's why I say subtle, um, but it's specifically around the color scheme, like at first, I was really feeling the colors, but now I kind of take a step back and I'm like, I don't know about this. It's giving Aggies, it's giving Longhorn, <laughs> like hook'em horns. And so I'm like, I need to find a way to like keep a similar color scheme, but move away from it. Kind of, sort of. At any rate, it's those little details in the fabric that are really killing me. and causing me to go down a path that I've already been on. All right. So I want to share some things that I have learned as I'm going through this process. And hopefully it resonates with someone. Hopefully it helps someone. Okay. So the first thing that is important is having clearly defined objectives. What is, what, why are you doing this? What is the point? What is the goal? What is your end game? Whatever that is, it's important that they are clearly written out. 
or something, right? At least in the forefront of your mind. Um, objectives, think of them like your North Star, right? It's it's that gonna, it's gonna or your reason why, which we're gonna get back to your reason why later on in this episode. But your objectives are so important. And if you don't have a clear objective, you could be setting yourself up for failure a little bit. So your objectives are definitely going to look different. Everyone's object objectives are different. It depends on their goal. It depends on what you're trying to do, but they are definitely necessary. And I'm going to go ahead and put a little checkbox on that one because I feel like my objective is very clear. The next piece or the next point and something that I've learned is understanding your audience. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm struggling in this space because I don't know who I'm trying to attract. You know, like, I don't know. I, 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 want, I want to attract everybody. Like, I'm, I love everybody. So everybody's welcome to the Big Love Project. That's what I say. But the reality is that it's there's going to be a group of people or a niche of people. And I'm really trying to figure out who are those people. So a couple of things that I've been thinking about are trying to figure out what resonates with my existing following. Who are my followers today? Um, I have a pretty good idea of who those people are. I, I thank you so much for, you know, your support and for always, um, you know, believing in me and hyping me up. I really love that. But it's it's really trying to find out what resonates with the audience. Not only that, but you want to be able to understand them. And that can be hard because like I'm behind a screen. I'm I'm behind a camera. So I'm not connecting with people per se. That being said, that's why I do like going out into the community because I like talking to people and I like to get to know them. And so this helps me understand who they are and what resonates with them. Um, the other thing is trying to figure out how you fit into their life. So for me, it's how does the Big Love Project fit into someone's life? How will they benefit from the Big Love Project? And that's, again, that's why I'm struggling right now because I, I, and I say struggling, but maybe that's not the greatest word to use. Maybe I should use a different word. I'm brainstorming because I really am trying to figure out all of these things. It's It's been a little bit challenging, but I think a lot of it has to do with making the right connections, being genuine, being authentic, being who you are, because, and this is the last little bullet point for this sub bullet point to this bullet point, if you will. Um, with time, you will attract the exact type of people that you are looking for. The right people will flock to you. That's what I believe. And so I'm saying this to myself, but I'm also sharing with the listeners. You just have to be patient and give it some time. Okay. The next point is plan implementation. We've all heard that little saying, if you don't if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I have to think about that one for a second. And y'all, 100%. I can't stress that enough. I will tell you that, and, and I'm being vulnerable here, but as far as planning goes, I have been terrible at it. And again, this goes back to you know, what I said earlier about only wanting to do episodes twice a month because it's very challenging to fit it all in a day. Now you got to be wise with your time and you got to look at things like, where am I wasting my time or where am I spending too much time? And, you know, then you can start building your plan. But the reality is that you do need a plan, write it out, um, stay true to it. But that being said, 
leave yourself some flexibility, give yourself some wiggle room because things can and will change. And you don't want to be in a situation where your plan is so rigid that you can't veer off that plan. There's nothing wrong with that. Even, you know, if there's somebody who's really big on discipline, you might disagree with that. But in reality, like we, even those of us or those people who are very, very disciplined, like you got to have some wiggle room. But at the end of the day, having a plan is really going to be beneficial for you. Ultimately, if you don't have a plan, you're going to be backing yourself into a corner where you leave no room for the last point that I'm going to make and what I've been learning, which is consistency, y'all. Consistency is another challenge for me. Um, whether your audience believes it, whether you believe it, or whether you do, don't believe it, consistency is important to your following. And it's a, it's important to those people who are coming to you for whatever it is that you have to offer, whatever that product may be, that thing may be, they look for that consistency. That consistency is what hooked people in the first place. And if you don't have that consistency, you you lose people. The other piece to it is that that consistency ties into understanding your audience, you know, because understanding them, you will begin to understand that they appreciate the consistency. So why do I share this with y'all? Why is this important? As you all know, one of the pillars of this brand is self-development, big on self-development. Now, with the exception of knowing your audience, those other bullet points can be tied back to goal setting. When you're goal setting, you want to make sure that you have a clearly defined objective. You want to make sure that you have a plan to get to that goal. And you want to make sure you stay consistent. As far as understanding your audience, you could you could add something. You could maybe change it to instead of knowing your audience, maybe knowing or understanding your why. So not only having a why, but why is that your why? So however you want to flip that, I mean, that's completely up to you. But, you know, these are things that I want to share with you all because goal setting is important. It's the only way to get from point A to point B. All right. And with this brand, it's already launched, y'all, but I'm still figuring it out. And in the process of figuring things out, I started to get into my head because I'm so concerned with the details and the fabric. I'm so caught up in all of that. And I was getting into my head and I would say probably right around like mid-January, I literally was like, nah, I'm not, I can't do this. This is, this is crazy. This is too big. What, what, what are you doing? Like, how are you going to do this? And I just really had to take a step back. I've shared this with y'all before and I'll tell you again, what I'm doing is not new. This, 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 what I'm trying to to do is, is not new. Um, and when I say this, I mean, obviously the podcast, that's not new. There's so many podcasts, but I'm talking about the brand and what I want it to turn into eventually, which is a network of, of volunteers for people who want to volunteer in their community. And it is my hope that those people will volunteer with the Big Love Project. And so we just become a known volunteer organization. That is my big vision, but I am not the only one who's doing that. So um, you know, as I'm I'm thinking about these things, I I started to remember a quote that I had seen quite some time ago, and it was something along the lines of, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. 
And that that always really got me because I thought, wow, that's that's really powerful. And I don't want for anyone to think that your dreams have to be super huge or that somebody's goal or dream that's small is not significant. You're, what you want to do is significant. If that's what makes you happy, it is significant. So please don't take what I'm saying out of context. I just, I really love that saying, if your dreams don't scare you, they are not big enough. Um, what I want to do, it is an ambitious goal. And I, I know that I've mentioned this before too. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm literally taking one foot and putting it in front of the other and making sure that there's always a light to guide my path. And that brings me to this next little, I guess, segue that I want to share with you all. And something that I, it came back full circle, you know, maybe the second episode into the season, which was not that long ago, I had a little nudge and it was like, hey, did you pray to God about this? And I realized I hadn't. Usually when I'm doing something big or there's something major going on, that's usually the first place that I go to because I'm really like, okay, I need to know what to do. And I'll wait, you know, I'll I'll wait and usually something will come to me. And in my prayers, I was very specific, specifically asking for the right people to be put in my path, the right opportunities to be, you know, or for me to come across the right opportunities, so on and so forth. Everything that I want to do, I wanted those things centered around the Big Love Project. That is exactly what I'm looking for. And things started to really come into place. Some things were happening a little too fast, if I'm being honest, but it's it's fine. It's okay. I, you know, it's always when you, when you are asking for something, you have to be ready to receive. You have to be ready. Even if you don't receive it, you have to, because you just never know when God is going to say, okay, boom, there it is. Go do the thing. If you don't do it, if you don't act on it, if you're not ready, you, you miss those opportunities. And so that being said, um, I always get different messages in different ways, right? Either, and it's it's it might be silly to some of y'all, but to me, because everything was asked for so specifically, when I get these messages, I'm like, no, yeah, that that was for me. And we know again, my prayers to God were, I I just need to know, I need a little sign that what I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing. Is this is this where I'm supposed to be? Is this my path? Because it's hard to see that, especially when you have so much going on around you and it seems like it you're never going to see the the light at the end of the tunnel that's that's where I'm at right now with certain areas of my life and you go and you ask for these things and you just think you kind of doubt a little bit and that's you should not be doing that that's all I'm going to say on that um so a couple of things happened last week right as I'm in my head and I'm like overthinking everything as per usual, okay? I wouldn't be me if I didn't overthink a damn thing. Um, but I listened to two podcasts and I don't think they were back to back, so I won't go as far as saying that, but I listened to two podcasts. And I'm gonna share these two messages from these two podcasts. So the first podcast, I definitely know I've mentioned it or at least the host of the podcast, but it is called The Niche Is You with Matt Gottesman. It is a self-development podcast great content. Every single time I listen to an episode, it's always on time, always when I need it. A lot of really good information. Highly recommend that you go listen or check out the podcast if you're into self-development podcasts. Um, 
But at any rate, one of the most recent episodes, the title was, it's not about perfection. It's about when it's done. I'm not going to get into all of the details of the episode. I would say if you want to listen to it in full, go go check it out. They're not long episodes. They're about 15 minutes or so. But the the gist of this episode was about perfection and your art. And when we're talking about art, we're not talking about like a piece of artwork, like a painting or like something that you've sculpted. Art could really be anything. It could be... Um, a skill set that you have to offer. It could be a project that you're working on. It could be an assignment. It could be a number of things. So when we say art, just know that we're not speaking of like a piece of art. Um, And so one of the things that really spoke to me was this, let others experience your art so you can experience it too. I feel like I'm saying that wrong, but it's, it's very similar to that, right? If you want to experience your art, You have to let others experience it. We get so hyper-focused on those small details. I just talked to you about my color scheme, okay? If that doesn't say obsessed with a detail, I don't know what does. But I was getting so obsessed with these things that that made me think, well, I I don't know that I can do this because I can't even figure out a color pattern that I want to use. And what ends up happening in those situations and what I feel was starting to happen with me is you make so many changes, you're not letting people experience it. I'm not letting people experience my art. I just talked about understanding your audience. I'm never going to understand the audience because they're never going to understand me because I don't let it sit long enough to let it just simmer and let people be like, oh, okay, now I understand. So I thought that that was really important. The other thing too that he talks about is continuity versus stagnation. We all want continuity. Nobody likes to be stagnant. Stagnant is negative, continuity is positive. And so in this journey of building this brand, continuity is very, very important to me. And so you wanna keep working towards the bigger picture. On the flip side to that, there is such a thing as focusing too hard on certain specifics that you basically hinder yourself. And again, it goes back to you don't let other people experience the art. You don't let you don't give them the opportunity to see who you truly are. I've shared so many times that I'm all about authenticity and I'm all about being genuine, but I'm not sure that people have really gathered that from me or have felt that from me because there's this like need to constantly update stuff. So change in any process is important, but we need to, it reminds me of like this, this like rat race that we're in, always trying to move fast, always trying to go, go, go. And it's like, we, we really owe it to ourselves to really slow down. And in the process, we slow down and then our followers or our audience can slow down as well. And they have a chance to really experience the beauty. So I thought that that was super, a super important message. It really resonated with me. Um, Another point is that I, that, you know, he shared was just, you know, going back to having those clearly defined objectives, right. And your reason why. So I said, we were going to come back to that. Um, When we're, when we're thinking about, you know, our objectives and how we need to slow down. Let your audience understand your objectives too. Let whoever, whatever it is, right? If you want to 
take it back to goal setting. Let's say you're working with somebody or maybe you're sharing your goals with someone. Let the person that you're sharing it with, let them sit with it too, right? Because then they get to understand what the objective is. And then when they see it, it all makes sense. But understanding your why, your reason why, that is my next, um, my next little episode here that I want to share. And that episode or that podcast is actually from um, a very special person, which was my mindset coach, Ange Atwell. Her podcast is called It Starts With You. Definitely go listen to it. Same as before, I'm not going to get into all the details, but I will say this as I'm listening to this episode, which by the way, I was a little behind because I think there was another episode out um, with this one too, but I really was like, wait a minute, is she talking to me? Does she know what's happening right now? Like what's going on? But um, I know that sounds really silly, but it was, it was conviction to be honest, because a lot of what she was talking about was, it was just going into, so the title of this particular episode was holding the vision and it was a really good one. And a lot of what she shared again, resonated with me because a lot of what was going on at the time is what I was experiencing, right? I was in the middle of January. I felt like all of the things that I wanted to do. I just wasn't doing them. I wasn't being consistent. I wasn't doing what I said I was going to do. And then that's when I was like, I don't think I can do this. This is too big for me. And the reality is, is when it comes to the beginning of the year, I don't understand why, but we, we want to set our goals. We want to set our new year's resolutions. And she shared that for a lot of us halfway through the, the month, we're like, okay, I'm just going to start again in February or we, they go out the window. And that was especially true for me. Did I have new year's resolutions? No, but I had set my, set myself some goals for the new year and I felt like I wasn't sticking to them. So going back to your clearly stated objectives, when you have them written down, when you know what they are, you should be able to refer back to them when you're in those feelings, when you're feeling like, I don't think I can do this. Go back to your objective, go back to your North Star, go back to your reason why, so that you can remind yourself why you started doing this in the first place. You know, many of us have fallen off New Year's resolutions. I'm guilty of it. That is the reason why I don't set them like out of sight, out of mind, right? If I don't have them, I can't fall off them. But the reality is that there were still goals that were set, as I mentioned before. So with this episode, I will share that she encouraged the listeners um, to do a little bit of homework. It was accountability homework. And really the the encouragement was to write down your goals along with your reason why it was like writing down two to three goals and then your reason why and keeping that on a sticky note somewhere where you can remember. And so that you don't forget so that when you're in those feelings, you can remind yourself. The reality is y'all that none of this happened by accident. I didn't just happen upon these two podcast episodes. Yes, they were on my playlist, but I had no idea that they were going to be up next. They came up. I listened to them. They spoke to me and I really felt like, you know what? Get out of your head. Stop being so stupid. You got this. You, you totally got this. You are not listening to this by accident either. Everything is by divine appointment. And for me, it's worth it to share 
that we all get into our heads. I can't explain it. All right. I, I don't know why that happens, but it is something that happens. I also don't know how to avoid it. I'm working on it though. You know, if I can figure out a way to, you know, when I get into my head, get back out of it and immediately snap out of it instead of wasting time telling myself, I mean, literally days y'all telling myself that I cannot do this. Um, when I figure that out, I will definitely share that with y'all because it is something that you, you really do sell yourself short when you get into your head like that. So you want to stay true to who you are and you want to stay true to your why. That's probably the the biggest piece of advice that I could give anyone. When you figure that out, whatever that may be, make sure that you stay true to it. Make sure that it is in alignment with who you are. That way, staying true to it isn't so challenging. All right. Sometimes we think that we um, want to do something for this reason. And then we learn very quickly that that was the wrong reason. So I try to remind myself of this every single time that I find myself trying to fit in someone else's box. I do it a lot. Um, and I don't fit in anybody's box, y'all. I don't belong in a box, period. I'm just going to say that. If you haven't figured that out, I don't know when you will. But the reality is that I do not believe I do not believe that I belong in a box. So at any rate, if any one of y'all is wondering what my why is, it's very simple. All right. My reason why is family and community. And as nature would have it, we need both of those things. Creating and making space for others that want to strengthen their community is my sole purpose, y'all. And not soul as an S-O-U-L, or I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Not soul as an S-O-L-E, as in like the only purpose. I mean my sole purpose, like S-O-U-L. That is my sole purpose. I'm happiest when I see others working together on something that is bigger than themselves. That is why I am always doing community work because for just a little bit, we put ourselves aside, we put our ego aside, and we do a thing for somebody else. And that is the greatest way to express your love. At least that is what I believe. So I do want to end this episode with something that I was doing prior. Um, I was calling it Insta Nuggies. Insta Nuggies are little nuggets that I come across on Instagram that resonate with me, that help me, that like really spark curiosity. Um, and it should come as no surprise that this one comes from Matt Gottesman um, and his Instagram. Um, really, really good. I'm telling y'all, y'all need to go follow. But anyway, here it is. When you operate in your gifts, you don't have to be at the head of the table. For wherever you sit or stand, the table and room will shift. So I hope that today's episode resonated with someone. Um, I shared a lot. I apologize that this wasn't a shorter episode. I will definitely make sure that that is the goal for the upcoming episode. Um, everybody, have a great week. We'll be back next week. Or I'm sorry. That's a lie. Stop lying, Danny. We'll be back next in the next two weeks with another solo episode. Thank you so much for joining today, y'all. Take care. Big love.
All right, y'all, that's it for now. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode and you're interested in showing additional support, be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Rate the show, share, or leave a review. You can also follow the Instagram at the Big Love Project Pod. A little goes a long way and it helps the Big Love Project in more ways than one. For questions, feedback, or topics you'd like to have covered in future episodes, or if you're interested in being a guest, reach out on Instagram, or you can send an email to bigloveprojectpod at gmail.com. As always, your support means the world to me. Thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Come back in a couple of weeks for a new episode. Que tengan una linda semana. May you all have a great week. Big love, y'all.